Welcome, friends, people for peace, pods of consciousness, planetary citizens, wherever you happen to be today, listening to Glocal News and Social Artistry right here on KOPN.org, your community radio station out of Columbia, Missouri, 89.5 FM. I'm your host, Dick Dalton. And am I excited today? I am sitting in the new studio at 401 Bernadette, I believe is the address, uh, here on the west side of Columbia, Missouri, about a block from Stadium, across the street from Westlakes. I just had a little steak and shake to make sure I'd be uh, in good shape for this show. And and beyond that, my guest today is our, our brand new executive director, Jet and. Ainsworth. 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 Boy, that's the second time I've said it in my life. Hey, welcome, Jeff. This Thank is you. exciting, and you're my engineer. Yeah, I am. Yes, oh, I'm, double I'm, duty. I am. I'm producing, and I'm I'm the guest. I don't know if that's ever happened before. It's like, uh, it's almost like um, uh, Ed McMahon actually conducting the band at the same time. Uh, I don't know if I'd like that. No, you know? I don't think I would like that at <laughs> I all. Think right? I think I like you better, uh, you I know. Wish... <laughs> Hi-oh. <laughs> Hello, live radio. You know, we haven't got to be live for such a, at least for me, I know some others have been live for a while, but uh, uh, I've been doing the Zoom thing, and, and here uh, we're across the, the table from each other, and you've got your fingers on the board, and, and we're talking into live mics. So welcome, friends. Uh, just really glad you're here with us. Uh, we're excited at KOPN in our brand new digs with our brand new executive director and we're going to spend the hour with jet so that uh we get to know who this uh cool fella is hey jet uh how would you introduce yourself if uh you wanted to tell people a little bit about you absolutely i well i would say my name is jet and uh i'm really excited to be here at kopn uh just in general i've spent a lot of years in this area working in radio terrestrial radio local radio and uh this is one of the few radio stations in town in the area that i haven't been on the air on before and it's been 10 years since i've been on local radio so um i'm i'm pretty excited at this point and i feel honored to be a guest on your first live show and who knows how long? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's going to be a few years here. <laughs> well, uh, I hear that uh, there is some kind of a uh, Hollywood story behind how you are even in this position here at KOPN. Absolutely. And I don't know the story. <laughs> well, it's a fascinating one, really. Um, I'm also a filmmaker. I've been a filmmaker for the last 10 years. I, I began as a musician and and kind of being a creative, I, I found that video and audio mixed can actually tell better stories. And uh, I've always been involved in theater and things of that nature, so it seemed like a natural uh, evolution. So I ended up starting the world of, of, of camera equipment and sound equipment and, and screenwriting and things of that nature. And over the last 10 years, I've been making films. Well. About uh, two years ago, I began a film called The Soul Graffiti, which was based on this idea of a small town radio station that's doing its best to stay relevant and to stay, uh, you know, competitive in 
a time where there are so many entertainment options. So what was the name of the film again? The Soul Graffiti. Soul, S-O-U-L. Yes. Graffiti. That's right. Instead of American Graffiti, it's The Soul Graffiti. Indeed. Okay. So you yeah. had to get that down. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, the where that title comes from is the uh, underlining theme is how people and experiences kind of leave a mark on you as you go through life. And it's actually the the paint on your soul. It's it's how you become who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's what uh, the term the soul graffiti means. Mm -hmm. But um, I actually filmed a big portion of that film because it's about a radio station at the old KOPN studios. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, while we... Down on Broadway, we yeah. On second Broadway. floor. That's right. I that's think right. they call it the Dalton building, but I don't yes. need to mention anything. <laughs> We call it the old KOPN as well. Uh, yeah, so I so I, I filmed a couple days at the old KOPN and uh, fell in love with it mm -hmm. immediately. And um, eventually I ran into one of the board members of KOPN at a uh, video shoot. And we got into this long conversation. And I was talking about how I just finished this film about a radio station, shot it at KOPN. She's like, oh, I'm on the board at KOPN. We're actually looking for an executive director right now. And so we, we, we had, a, I guess, what you might call a, a entry-level, casual first interview kind mm -hmm. of in mm -hmm. that space. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and, yeah, the, the mission statement of this radio station, the history of this radio station, and um, my personal likes and dislikes, it all fit like, like a mm -hmm. glove. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, I understand there were other people applying, and you got the call. Uh, you don't actually live in Columbia. No. Because you do? No. Oh, yeah, 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 you live in Jeff City, yes. where I live. Right. Yeah. 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 So we make that drive down 63. And for the last 10 years, you've been working for a friend of mine. Yes, I have. Clyde Lear. <laughs> well, I guess Clyde sort of turned the reins over pretty much to uh, others, but uh, uh, Clyde Lear's Learfield Communications. That's right. And uh, you have quite a, a following of your own in that uh, genre. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I think it's worth uh, sharing some more about that with the audience because uh, unless you want to go back to Sedalia oh, first. No, uh, I, no I, I tell you, um, yeah, that – what Clyde and Derry Brownfield helped create together, this idea of um, originating radio networks for all of these local radio stations in Missouri, whether it be agricultural news mm -hmm. or just statewide news, um, it really gained some steam when they were able to uh, make a deal with the University of Missouri and the basketball team and the football team. And all of a sudden, not only did they have news and agriculture, but then it became sports broadcast. Mm -hmm. And since then, uh, since the 80s, the company has grown so large that um, they actually produce broadcasts, live broadcasts every day of the week, every, uh, just about every day of the year. And sometimes up to 100, 120 broadcasts a day live and broadcasting to millions and millions of people from California to Florida and New York to Texas to Columbia. You can still hear Mizzou, and mm -hmm. it's still Learfield, just mm -hmm. like it always has been. Mm -hmm. So uh, really uh, an amazing opportunity was presented to me 10 years ago, and, mm -hmm. and I 
made the leap from local radio to the network level and had the opportunity to learn from and really be mentored by the absolute best in the radio industry mm-hmm. from all over the country. Mm-hmm. And not only has it benefited me personally on so many levels, but on a professional level, it made coming back to KOPN, you know, almost like, a, um, like it's the grail. Like, like this is, mm-hmm. this is the, the dream job, mm-hmm. you know, to, mm-hmm. to be ingrained in the community, mm-hmm. so much history and be able to take what I learned at, you know, the next level, bring it to this local level and, um, and see if we can keep KOPN not only relevant, but, but growing every single year for the next 50 years, stay relevant forever. Because we've been here for yeah. 49 years Heck going yeah. on 50 birthday time. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me give it just a little backstory on Clyde because, you yes. know, Fayette is one of our uh, catchment uh, areas, right? I didn't. Did you and I already talk about Fayette? I, I'm, I used to stomp around there. No, I, I, I was born in Fayette. Fayette. I grew up in Fayette. I went to uh, I went to grade school in Glasgow. Yeah, but I lived on uh, West Morrison, right across from the post office. For, oh my goodness! For about 11, 12 years well, of my life, I lived on uh, Vine Street for Vine. Uh, for two years. Well, a year and a half uh, in high school. Uh, my mother went back to start a business on the square in 1959, it was. No kidding. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, it was a female, a women's uh, clothing store. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to do my sophomore and junior year there and uh, lived with my grandma the last semester because the business didn't get to finalize all the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but, but it was a great two years because I had been born there and it was sort of back in the going from Columbia schools to where there were only 30 people in my sophomore class. Right. Guess who became the president the first semester? Oh, I'd love to know. Me. <laughs> because they had been electing each other for all of those years. <laughs> they said, the fresh blood. Well, you're the new guy. You're it. <laughs> it was so funny. That is true. Yeah, I, had, I had no idea that, that you had those Fayette roots and you were a Fayette Falcon. How about that? Fayette Falcon. I even played one football game and decided that I'd rather be the water boy. <laughs> So then you remember when it was Central Methodist College. Yes, yep. exactly. And that's where I was going because Clyde Lear went to Central Methodist yes, College. Yes, yes. And I believe this is correct information. He started the first radio station there in the old, uh, I don't know, it, it was a kind of a big building that I don't think is there anymore. It housed, it might have been the gymnasium area. I'm not sure. But some, he found a little room up in a, the rafters of something and started a radio station. I never knew. Wow. Well, uh, if you bump into him, you can say, you know, this, I met the guy named Dalton, and he mentioned this story about... Uh, <laughs> he was spreading all of these terrible things. <laughs> I will do that. And then later in 1980, uh, he was part of our fitness program down in Jeff City okay. and uh, got to know him and Sue and... and uh, He's come to a lot of theater that we've done in, in Jeff City. So anyway, it's just a, great to know that you have had the opportunity because he, he's sort of a master businessman, radio man, marketer. Right. It gives talks all over the world to, yeah. in business and so on. So. Plus, uh, plus just a great overall human being. Yeah. Uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think, 
you know, that uh, someone with that much success would Mm -hmm. be so approachable Mm -hmm. Um, and not just approachable, but uh, Clyde's the guy that approaches you Mm -hmm. like, Hey, what's your name? Well, what do you do for us? Well, thank you. And I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. It's just, um, it's a different way of doing business, Mm -hmm. you know, and I love it. I love that guy. Yeah, great. Well, hey, we have a little more connection of history than we had any idea of. We might be kindred. I'm not Uh, sure. We have a lot of the same stomping grounds. Well, uh, my mother's family name is Alexander. So my cousin Freddie had uh, the Freddie Mix Ready Mix for years and years and has properties around town. And his his son Rick is... uh, doing some real estate business there in town anyway yeah connections are you but you're not from fayette glasgow or you are born in glasgow no i I was born in kansas city um my mom and dad moved me to uh fayette uh he wanted me to be in a smaller school district and and you know uh kind of learn the small town life that was kind of the life that 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 he grew up with and so um we lived in Fayette 10, 11, 12 years. Did you uh, go to high school there? No, I ended up going to high school at New Franklin. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, just about 10 minutes down the road. Mm-hmm. And um, sorry to offend any Fayette listeners, but largely because New Franklin won a lot of baseball games and basketball games, and I was mm-hmm. an athlete growing up. And, ah. and uh, my dad was really interested in in uh, seeing what I would do with some really great coaching and really mm-hmm. competitive you know, uh, mm. scenarios. And so I went to New Franklin and was there a, a teacher or an administrator named John Feltz? John Feltz might've been before my time, Okay, I, which is hard to do, by the way. It's hard to get before my time. <laughs> oh, come on. But you managed to do You're it. You're in your 40s. I can <laughs> say that much. Yeah, folks, uh, Jet. And by the way, if you didn't know how he spells that, it's just like Jet, J-E-T. Uh, Started in radio down in Sedalia, right? Yeah. When you were 18 years old, and that was 28 years ago. Was it? Oh my God! I think you wrote 20, that down in an email. Don't, don't. Oh, was me. it 25? 25. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, corrected. <laughs> Here we are on the live radio. And my boss is correcting me. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't want to be 46 right now. I'm, I'm, I'm at 43. Let's not. Let's not. Right. <laughs> and and don't get the idea that he's really my boss because right. we're all volunteers here. He's not yeah. a volunteer, but I'm a volunteer. And, and we have a lot of autonomy here in our show, as you can tell. Uh, from <laughs> the people I have on the show and and uh, it's sort of focused on people who are building a more humane world uh, from the inside out and that's even more appropriate today with jet than uh, well it's just great well I, I I'm I feel very fortunate that um, the timing happened because I, I mean I think we can all agree that a lot of life is timing, Mm -hmm. you know, are you ready Mm -hmm. for that opportunity when Mm -hmm. it arrives or, you know, do you already have a couple irons and some fires and Mm -hmm. and it's just, you know, not prudent. Mm -hmm. And for this, it really felt like uh, the stars had kind of aligned. I mean, KOPN was in the process of, and you know, we're still in the process of it, Mm -hmm. um, of a major move, a historical move from a, from an old building to a brand new facility. Um, so it's mixed with sadness, but also mixed with so much excitement. I mean, you've seen this equipment in here. Mm-hmm. This is 
absolutely this is, phenomenal. This is uptown, folks. <laughs> it this is, is uptown. really uptown. I mean, there's acoustic ceiling and and there's <laughs> yeah there this is yeah this is phenomenal dylan and his crew of engineers uh the work they've put in over the last few weeks to build these studios from scratch is nothing short of miraculous in my in my opinion i i all of these offices were empty and now we have three just amazing state-of-the-art studios and of course none of this happens without all of our supporters mm-hmm. And all of our amazing underwriters that mm-hmm. that have helped get us this far, and we're still we're we're still needing. That's um, right. We're the capital to, campaign was yeah. awesome with Diane Moxon uh, in charge, and still, um, like you're saying, we're not there yet. Yeah. But boy, talk about a and it was sort of a silent campaign in a sense because uh, we didn't really go out in the air and say oh we've got to have this much for this yeah yeah it's been um, amazing that this much uh has been raised over the last couple years and you know obviously we 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 still need your help or we're not quite there you know we're Mm -hmm. maybe about 70 75 percent to our goal so Mm -hmm. um that goal obviously the capital campaign all uh uh all that money is de- delegated to these new facilities mm-hmm. and and everything. And, to and us. did you notice this concrete parking lot yes, that's, I that's been that, put yes. in? Right, yeah. with a curb and and uh, we don't have to pay a meter uh, four quarters an hour. <laughs> Jeez, can you? Yeah, I mean, how many days did you did you pull up? To, to find parking and, and you had to check your pockets. Yeah. Oh, my God. Go across to the bank <laughs> yeah. and get quarters. You know. <laughs> I thought these were quarters or dimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, uh, no, no worries anymore. Well, and, and this building actually looks quite small from the outside, but it is really well uh, utilized on the inside with, like you say, these beautiful studios here. And then we've got other offices. We've got all these vinyls and CDs that are yet many yet to be unpacked and mm-hmm. put into shelving that's been repurposed from downtown. At, and I know Dylan and others have been amazing carpentry people yeah. that have been doing this craft work and, uh, and still a lot. We really, really appreciate every volunteer. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it has been an all-hands-on-deck mm-hmm. scenario. Mm-hmm. And everyone has pitched in on various levels. And, and uh, the board has been ex- extraordinary um, with the amount of effort that, that they've put in. Oh, the, the hours, hours at Linda yeah. Day and, and others, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, a, it's not easy when it's 98 degrees outside. And, yeah. You know, you're carrying heavy things. But they do it for the love of... Not only KOPN, but they do it for the love of the community. They know mm-hmm. how important this radio station mm-hmm. is to Columbia. Well, speaking of community, uh, you know, I haven't gotten to do a, a PSA on Zoom all these uh, months and, and years. Uh, you have a PSA lined up that I we do. could do? This will be kind of like official radio, you know. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to KOPN Columbia. listen to morning air every morning and that's what i wake up to i listen to morning air every day i love morning air because it fits into my early morning schedule and it prepares me in a very musical fashion for an aesthetic day (laughs) 
And we are back with local news in social artistry here on KOPN. I'm the host, Dick Dalton. Each week we get to talk to people that are building a more humane world from the inside out. And my guest today is our new executive director here at KOPN, Jet Ainsworth from uh, Jeff City now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd been talking, Jet, about your sort of uh, traversing from, you know, born in Kansas City, but then you're dad moved you to Fayette, Missouri. I mean, that's a culture shock to start with. can we mention your background? Uh, sure, some, uh, sure. I'm, I'm an open book. Yeah, so you're a Filipino-American, mm-hmm. which means uh, probably one parent was Filipino, one was, uh, I don't know, what, Caucasian? Yeah, I don't Caucasian. Know. Yeah, my, I, I like to say my dad is uh, is is a Kansas Cityan. Yeah, he's, he's Caucasian. And my mom is from Cebu City in the Philippines. Uh-huh. And... Um, Funny story. They they were actually pen pals. My dad was in the Marine Corps, and while he was in the Marine Corps, he had many pen pals. Mm-hmm. And um, as years went on, the communication stopped with some of those pen pals. Sure. And my mom and he were the last two oh, wow. left, and they continued uh, their correspondence, and eventually they fell in love through the letters. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, it was the uh, mid-'70s, late-'70s, and... A long-distance phone call to the Philippines was expensive, so they usually have one every six months to a year, and uh, they eventually got married, Hmm. and uh, they they married in the Philippines. He met my mother's family for the very first time (laughs) when he visited, and then the next day they got married, and then they came back to the States and ran to Vegas and made it official here, and and then I, I came around about a year later. What a love story. Yeah, I'm, that's so sweet. It really, <laughs> is. It really is. Yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. Really. No, that's that's great, great. So uh, a good beginning. Yeah. And uh, and Fayette, and then you say you're New Franklin for school, but then you must have gotten out of high school at 18, and how yeah. did you get to Sedalia? Well, I, uh, I, <laughs> I, I think you'll appreciate this. I was actually offered a theater scholarship oh, wow. at State Fair Community College. Yeah, yeah. And um, so we took that scholarship, and, and I started in the theater and, and went to school to learn how to be a broadcaster. One of my friends in the theater was actually working overnights at the local radio station in town. And, mm-hmm. you know, me being 18, I, I, I can't go to a bar. I can't do really much socially. So he invited me over to the radio station. I would just hang out with him every single night. And um, one night, uh, I want to say he was about an hour or two late, but I was there and uh, <laughs> hopped on behind the board. I kind of knew by observing, you know, how to uh, what button to push for the microphone, what button is the CD player, the, the record player. I knew I had to give the weather and the time, and, yeah. and it was kind of a natural thing, and I was actually offered a part-time job the following Monday. <laughs> they needed someone to fill in, and that's how my career started. Awesome. Accidentally. Awesome. Well, we, we don't know if there are any accidents, You're right. You're Jeff. right about that. You're right about that. Yeah. Well, I can't resist going back, though, just to Ted. You you said theater, but that must have meant you were in theater productions in high school. Yes. Well, it was a small school, so, sure. you know, uh, we kind of had the 
one play a year for one night, you right. know, as opposed to doing the weekend. That's run. what we did at Fayette. Yes, yeah. So you know all about it. You you spend Mississippi a month melodies. Yes, <laughs> spend a month and a half trying to get it right for the one night. You do it, and then it's done. I got to kiss Becky Thatcher. Lucky. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Becky Thatcher. Well, she was. Uh, or a uh, Becky Thatcher. Uh, well, she was the girl, the, the sheriff's daughter. Uh, anyway, but I gotcha. you know, yeah, it was. Those were great days, <laughs> right? But you went on to, uh, yeah. It, it was a was that a communications major, or they really called it a theater major? It was a, it was a general journalism. So oh, journalism. So I was doing, yeah. you know, I was writing for the Roadrunner Express, which was the campus paper, hmm. and then you know, I, I I would get some light radio and television training, and mm-hmm. um, eventually, I I was actually moving up at the radio station, my part-time job so quickly, um, I was given, you know, some full-time positions and what have you, that it actually began making more sense for me to just dedicate my time and energy learning how to work in this industry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. while getting a paycheck mm-hmm. as opposed to sending the money, you know, to the, to the <laughs> school and maybe learning some stuff, maybe not learning practice, you know, all the practical things I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. And, um, I always thought to myself, well, you know, if this doesn't work out, which it very possibly could not work out, mm-hmm. um, I'll just go back to school. No problem. Right. That's and a good fallback. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and things just kept growing from there. And I ended up mm-hmm moving here to Columbia about three years later after working for KDRO. And oh. and uh, we actually launched, um, I'm sure some folks know of KPOW that's called Power 97, but it was a, it, the station didn't exist in 1998. And so we moved from our old building to a brand new building and uh, launched a brand new radio station, not unlike, you know, KOPN here. We're, mm-hmm. <laughs> we moved from an old one to a new one. Yeah. And, and kind of doing a little bit of a relaunch. So where was the new building? The new building was the old, uh, it was an old bank building on, um, what was the name of that cross street? Third and Ohio, I want to say, oh, on the corner okay. of Third and Ohio. Mm-hmm. I think it was a First National Bank building, mm. and they converted it into a radio station. Cool. And uh, from there, I moved to Columbia and mm-hmm. began working for some of the companies here in town and, and did that for about 12, 13 years. Mm-hmm. So in Jeff City, uh, did you ever get to do KWS uh, anything? I actually did some play-by-play work uh, for a very short period. Okay, because yeah. uh, I used to do some theater with Warren Critch. Okay, who had a very popular uh, morning show. Yeah, I don't Critch. What was it called? Oh, I, oh, I can't it, even uh, remember. I was going to say Critch and Friends, but I think it's Pepper and Friends. Am I confusing the two? No, I, I think it is. I think it was Critch and Friends. Yeah. <laughs> Because John Marsh is still there, yeah. and uh, I knew his mother and uh, uh, worked with her in the wellness area. Um, so, yeah, good connections. And uh, I don't think, though, you ever did KJLU. Never. Uh, okay. You're right. Uh, yeah. There was one in Jeff City right. you missed. Okay. Indeed. Uh, in Columbia, you did KFRU. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you met, uh, what, David Lyle, I oh, guess? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I worked, um, I, I was his sports guy. I was the sports director at KFRU mm-hmm. for a few years and I would be on in the morning with David mm-hmm. and then I hosted an afternoon talk show uh-huh. as well on KFRU. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it, in those days, uh, it, it was, it was very much a, uh, 
scenario where the bodies were few and the stations were many mm. and so a lot of us wore many different hats for mm-hmm. a lot of the different radio stations so you could hear me you know on you know a rock station one night you know at a at a bar or what have you, you know hey come on out we're having a party and then the next morning i'm talking about the st louis cardinals <laughs> as they take on the san francisco giants so it, it and I who's learned- the quarterback today <laughs> Or, or is that baseball you were that, going that, That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, different sport, but that's okay. That's okay. It's a, it, it was a, a major learning experience to learn how to, um, learn how to understand audience, who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. and um, Versatility. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's sort of what theater is, really, really. is. I mean, you're wearing different garb, in a sense. You're, yeah. They're... Not physical garb, but yeah. 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 Like, yeah. One scene, you're playing the delivery man. You have one line. So, (laughs) you know, and then another time you're playing the lead and you have to carry a dramatic scene. What kind of a talk show did you have? Um, Well, I've hosted and co-hosted so many different types of talk shows from news talk shows. Um, well, and like, like David Lyle's program was a morning program. It was a mix of news and entertainment mm-hmm. and, and all kinds of things. And then, uh, I've worked in sports talk a lot and mm-hmm. I've worked in sports play by play as well. And, um, you still do some of that. Don't I, you? Still, I still do a little bit of that too. And yeah. I worked for a lot of music stations, hosted morning shows on music stations mm-hmm. where it's a, a totally different type of energy and, and, you know, uh, the cliche annoying morning DJ, you know, hey, welcome. I was that guy too. I did that too. It's six o'clock. <laughs> so you've listened. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you listening. Well, I think I was going back to Robin Williams and uh, <laughs> Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, Good Morning Vietnam. Wow. Well, uh, I. It's a mystery to me, uh, uh, except to think I'm going. I'm just going to imagine that the word goes out that. Uh, we need somebody for the. Well, I heard Jet on station. Blah blah blah. I, he could probably do it. I don't know. I, he. Pro, I'll, I'll call him see if he's available. And so you just sort of get a, a reputation for being a versatile. Yeah. Radio guy. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. And it, it was. Uh, um, yeah. And it, it, and it was definitely a scenario where where you're just kind of thrown into the fire. So mm-hmm. you know you. You have to do it. You yeah. just have to sink or swim type of thing. And yeah. So you learn a lot of lessons, you know, yeah. how how not to speak or or when's too much. What's too much, you know, sure. to say and uh, how can you make it more concise or how can you stretch it out depending mm-hmm. on the format that you're mm-hmm. working on? Yeah. yeah. So I th- it, it just makes me smile that that realm or range of experience for our station because we have one of the most diverse um, programming (laughs) venues in the world it seems Uh, so many local programmers uh, have you gotten to meet uh, uh, many of the folks many yeah I've I've met many Uh, we have so many programmers here though that that we really just need to have a big party I think to (laughs) to get everybody together I'm going to have to I'm I'm probably going to have to bring some food Oh, okay. I mean, we're, you know, if you're on the radio, you're probably hungry. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah, we're 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 probably gonna have some food, and that way I can uh, formally meet everybody. But yeah, mm-hmm. I've met so many people, and and I've listened to KOP, KOPN for for a lot of years, and it's just a 
it's beautiful, it's pure, and it feels like it's it's one of the last standing, you mm-hmm. know, of of uh, community radio and 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 the open mic idea, you know, of mm-hmm. uh, those that are underserved or or maybe they've been silenced can now have an opportunity and a platform, mm-hmm. you know, to to uh, better better represent themselves and their mm-hmm. communities. I think you know uh, I got to interview Al Tacker uh, recently. Uh, he was one of the guys that was uh, part of the discussions before KOPN was KOPN to oh, help bring the right? station up. And uh, and then he had shows, uh, was a programmer for several years and got elected to the city council as a young 20-year-old something guy. And uh, But, but he's, you know, there's stories about our history that uh, I believe this is what he said, that the KOPN was the first one to broadcast city council meetings. Really? Because nobody else was doing it. Right. And then, of course, oh, somebody else thought, well, <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> I think we'll do that. Yeah, so, you know, it, what I got from interviewing him and then Susan Newstead, uh, who was a general manager back in the late 80s and early 90s, and uh, that KOPN was doing the cutting edge, in a sense, things that pretty soon other stations saw, oh, that's a good idea, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and would capitalize on. And and we were not uh, so uh, possessive that we said, well, no, you can't. We're going to – we said, okay, fine, you're you're doing that. We'll use our talents to come up with some other angles that aren't being uh, done. Yeah. Al mentioned he – he had a show where they went door to door talking to people. Oh, is that right? You mean with a microphone? Yeah. They would, oh, how about that? Door to door. How cool. Of course, now, now there's what, different, there was a different culture time. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder how that would go these days. Yeah. <laughs> You'll probably be outside on somebody's stoop for about 15 minutes. They'll just not answer the door. <laughs> right. They'll talk to you through the doorbell. Yeah, <laughs> Who right. is it? Are you Amazon? Yeah, and, and that's a, a great point that, you know, culture shifts and uh, people's sentiments and, and fears and, and yeah. openness and views uh, shift. So uh, you're in a position in midlife. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say I'm at the end. but No, okay. no, no. I'm, mid, I'm mid. at the end. <laughs> you're at the midlife. Um, as far as we know. <laughs> where, where you can as part of this transition, see what's not being done that could really benefit the community. And, um, no question. And, and KOPN really is, is the only one that can just create with the, the volunteers that we have that are, you know, wonderful folks that just have ideas and, and, uh, so if you're listening out there, folks, and you have an idea for a program, uh, you know, there's this new executive director down at KOPN. His name is Jet Ainsworth. Give him a call because uh, nothing, as people know, is uh, really set in stone. Right. Yeah. You know, it's uh, I'm so glad you brought that up because part of being successful commercially is a building an expectation you know for for you know the consumer or the listener or the viewer or the reader and then 
also there's this idea of once you found success to kind of turn that into a formula and no matter who comes in after that, there's already this blueprint. This is, mm-hmm. you know, how we do it, when we do it, mm-hmm. then you play this and then you play that and mm-hmm. you say this. And it's almost fail safe, right? Because mm-hmm. they've developed this this formula for so long. What's lost, I think, is the creativity because there's no freedom. Mm-hmm. And you can bring in talented people from all over the country to work at a commercial radio station. But at the end of the day, they just kind of become, you know, just a slightly different version of the last thing or mm-hmm. the next thing. Mm-hmm. And what we have here at KOPN is when you turn the radio dial on, when you go to the app, when you go to KOPN.org, you really don't know what you're going to hear. You mm-hmm. don't know. And I think there's beauty in that. And I think it is so beautiful that it deserves to be preserved. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why we're so fortunate having supporters that still care about what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, I will say though, that at three o'clock on Mondays, you can now pretty much count on lullaby of Broadway. That's true. Being on. So we do have our expectations of, of a program and programming. Uh, We do have a lot of syndicated stuff. Uh, Actually, our day kind of starts with Democracy Now! and and kind of goes through uh, to till it's fresh air time and then Democracy Now! again. And then we got Think! Right. And uh, Marco comes on it, too. So we're, we're sort of out and about in the world of uh, ideas from outside folks mm-hmm. for a long time. And then in comes the music teams uh, and so monday through friday we got different musics and and then we have a few talk shows uh, for a couple hours and then some more music for as many hours as right. you want to stay up yeah you know i i've, I've spent the last week uh listening to every program on mm-hmm. kopn mm-hmm. and i have to tell you uh on our weekends there there is so much fun on our weekends. <laughs> I popped it on, I want to say at 7 a.m. on Saturday morning, and I hung with it all the way to 9, nine o'clock. I just had my phone Bluetooth mm-hmm. to uh, a little mini speaker, and I cleaned the house, and I'm just mm-hmm. listening to KOPN the whole time. And mm-hmm. I invited some friends over. They hung out. We had it on in the background when, when the, um, um, when, uh, uh, oh, doggone it, the uh, our R&B hip-hop program was on one mic was mm-hmm. on and uh yeah so so we hung out had a great conversation while while this amazing show is is going and it it, it really solidified to me that to your point the programmers that we have and their individual personalities and their mm-hmm. likes and their dislikes all of those things matter and it creates something unique that mm-hmm. you cannot find anywhere else Mm -hmm. in the world you can't find it on youtube you can't google it and find something similar it's only here on Mm -hmm. kopn Mm -hmm. yeah and i you know i've been doing this i guess almost five years now wow (laughs) but i don't get to meet other programmers very much either so uh, i think what i'm going to have to do is is interview them you should it's worth it i think we'll just uh, start reaching out to the different programmers and and see if we can get a um a little thing going with that great idea. love to meet them yeah absolutely they all have stories the great stories to tell not just about their kopn experience but their lives you know these are absolutely everybody's a what you 
we got uh, some kids here, like young guys mm-hmm. and young girls. And then we've, we've got some folks that have been here 20 years, 30 years, mm-hmm. 40 years in some cases. Yes. We see uh, Lee. Yes, we see Lee uh, quite often. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yes, Lee Ruth, our man. And, and what is it, Wednesday mornings? At, uh, I believe it's Wednesday morning. Yeah. Have you listened to his program? Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a pause for a commercial break. <laughs> Great time. Yeah, that'll give me time to... A Google search. Did I listen yeah. to that program? I may have missed one. I may have missed a couple, actually. Well, you know, all night, man. What you, <laughs> you got work to do. Yeah, indeed, but part of my work is knowing what's going on on, the, yeah. on our air. Indeed. And, uh, yeah. I'm so you got impressed. another. You got another PSA for us. I do. We'll take our our twenty minute break here and. We'll be right back. You're listening to KOPN Columbia. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You can tune into our independent global morning news program right here on KOPN Community Radio at 8 a.m. or catch us at noon every weekday. Thanks for listening to and supporting KOPN, your source for news that's independent of corporate or government interests. More than radio, it's community radio. Yes, our own Amy Goodman. I say our own, uh, but uh, we have her twice, uh, eight and at eight twelve. And yeah, and uh, uh, but this show today, five o'clock to six o'clock on Mondays. Uh, while some of you are uh, commuting, I hear uh, some of you are just sitting there on your couch. Uh, dinner's almost ready, and you've just been relaxing with local news and social artistry. You know, when I first saw the title for this program, what was your inspiration five years ago? Well, what was, what was that, that core idea that popped into your, into your mind? And obviously I'm sure it's evolved plenty in five years, but what, what was that initial, uh, injection of, of momentum and, and excitement to do this? Well, uh, this all came about uh, through magic, as <laughs> your story. Um, I had uh, I had put a, uh, a message out to the universe that uh, I'd finished my career in teaching, pretty much. I'd written my book. Uh, what should I do now? And uh, within two weeks, I was face to face with a volunteer programmer who had a 10 o'clock Wednesday morning show. Uh, he's the guy, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but he was a monstrous, uh, I don't mean monstrous in a bad way, he was huge. And uh, I met him over at Lupus at the- uh, Chili music- Festival? No, at, the, oh. at, at Doug Ely's uh, music oh, okay. uh, on uh, one of his programs. And, uh, and he said uh, he had heard me being interviewed by Mark Heim on Evening Edition about my book. And he said, you said something that just pierced me. He said, uh, and I don't even remember what the phrase was. Uh, you, know. <laughs> you would think you would have written that one down, kept uh, it in your pocket. <laughs> uh, and that wasn't important. What was important was he wanted me to be on his morning talk show. And two weeks later, he says, well, my, my son wants me to come back to California to help him with a business. I need somebody to take over my show. You would be great. <laughs> <laughs> and he called Dave, one of the board members, and, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I think he asked. He said that he asked somebody <laughs> on the board. 
And uh, so I needed to come up with a title. And being a, a social artist myself, since I was introduced to that uh, handle back in the uh, aughts, um, I, global is it's not just local it's global but mm-hmm. it's not just global it's local so you it, it's a common thing to mix those two so they wanted a news show and they actually wanted a local news show yeah so i gave them global <laughs> you split the difference uh, yeah because everything that's local is global anyway sure, I, mean, sure. I, I had my justification my rationale and social artistry uh, is really building a more humane world, mm. and we say from the inside out, because we need to make our changes inside before we go out and try to preach or, or right. share things on the outside. So that, that's the way—I mean, it just happened within, within weeks of putting out this call and uh, getting the answer, and, and I had a Wednesday morning show. And then fairly recently, it got shifted to Monday's— uh, at five, which is a whole different kind of audience. Uh, I think we have an audience. You you are out there listening, aren't you? You know, now and then it'd be sweet to hear from you. Four four three eight two five five four four three. Oh talk. wow, that's right. We have our talk. We do. You know, that's it's been so long since we had a, a phone to call yeah. in. Okay, you got a guy here that that'll answer the phones for you. So all right. Well, Good. we may get a, we may get a phone call. Somebody that's <laughs> really out there listening. So uh, before we get to our, the end of our show, uh, Jet Ainsworth, Executive Director of KOPN. <laughs> We have another link, linkage, that I wanted to bring up. Uh, I taught at Lincoln a number of years, and one of my students' name, uh, I knew him as Marco. Yeah, Marco Patterson. And uh, he now kind of has a handle of uh, Devin David Crest. Yes. Something like that. Devin David Crest. And uh, he's a, for those that don't know, he's actually um, a Memphis implant and he went to LU and um, he's a uh, music producer he's a writer generally uh, just a, a creator and um, uh, award-winning uh, music producer in fact and he actually played a leading role in a feature film I made two or three years ago mm-hmm. as well so uh, multiple talents mm-hmm. with that gentleman yeah sure. yeah well we wanted to give a shout out to yeah. marco uh just let him know that uh, we love him and uh one of his buddies uh reese young is yeah. uh, i think does some his his own music indeed st louis rapper he uh he he's a jefferson city rapper now for the last uh, decade or so and uh, he's a billboard charting artist as well so mm-hmm. uh, a lot of success from from those two and I, I, it's so cool that, that, that I knew them through, uh, you know, art collaboration and you met them through a totally different way. Yeah. Yeah. And we still keep up on Facebook. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're also, uh, really interesting follows as well. Uh, uh, Marco will, will go into so many places in the mind that, Mm -hmm. that have not been explored probably before and it's just really fascinating to see how that brain works. i wonder if he'd be willing to do a show oh i'm sure he'd be willing to do a show yeah yeah we were we're accessible now so um um yeah he should be able to get in and out no problem mm-hmm. absolutely he'd okay. love to come on sometime all right well you have some other um visions or ideas about uh i mean 
you didn't just come into this and somebody said, now we want you to do this and this and this and this. You probably presented some kind of, uh, you know, what I see is, uh, is that something you feel comfortable talking about here? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about, I guess the, the general, uh, the general stuff. Um, I'm not, I'm certainly not here to um, make a lot of changes and, you know, um, move things around or anything like that. I, I really love and appreciate and respect this uh, station and all the, the programmers that pre-exist me. What I'm really wanting to do with KOPN, and I could really use your help if you're listening right now, is kind of expanding our audience. Because I think there are so many communities and so many groups in Columbia, Jefferson City, Boonville, you know, this this little 40-minute radius that for 20, 30, 40 years just couldn't find a place, you know, to find their people, mm-hmm. to find their voices. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they know that this exists. Uh-huh. And I think I think it would be really beneficial not just to our radio station, but to the community to reach out to the, to your friends that, that you think would be interested, go to KOPN.org and go through our schedule. Look at the Mm -hmm. schedule. Look, look at the programming that's there. Mm -hmm. Reach out to a friend and say, Hey, did you know that they do a women's issues show here? Mm -hmm. Women's voices. You should check it out. It, you know, and, and send them a link. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, I think that is my, my biggest goal is finding not only unique ways, maybe some old fashioned ways, but also some new ways mm-hmm. of reaching larger audience and um, reaching the folks that probably didn't know that there's a voice for them mm-hmm. here in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, uh, uh, I guess maybe it's from teaching, but I make an ad for each of my shows yes. and, and it's sort of a stock uh picture or jpeg and uh you know i created it on photoshop and and i'll have the picture of who's going to be my guest and a a title and a description of kind of what they are or what they're doing and i put it up on facebook but i'm sure and then i send it to the station and and ali will put it out on the for the people that see Mm -hmm. our stuff here out of kopn i don't i guess maybe i need I don't know if I'm friends with all the other programmers, for instance. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that's that's on my list to do. Uh, I, I really want the programmers at some point to uh, kind of intermingle and, and kind of cross-promote each other. Yeah, and, like, that's what I was kind of getting yeah, at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. they talk to their audience about another show that you probably would like. Yeah. yeah and, uh, and, I mean, if they were my friends on Facebook, and that's, you know, my fault. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault. It's just probably we didn't have the thought that if each of us posted something about our upcoming stuff, mm-hmm. then there's there's advantages to then getting that. Oh, I could share that on my stream and, Absolutely. and so on. And uh, and then there's other things. I don't do all those other WhatsApps and things. Sure, but, uh, sure. What's apps? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Snapchat. I started to do some, and it was just overwhelming. And it is. I, There's so many options, yeah. But uh, but there are ways to get, you know, reach out that way. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I know that 
there is this uh, generational, you know, divide in, in a lot of cases when uh, even the word social media is mentioned, you know, it, it makes some people just cringe, yeah. you know, they, they tighten up and like, uh, I don't like it, don't want it. And um, fortunately or unfortunately, for better or for worse, it is the reality. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that radio, especially in a world of podcasting and and Spotify and what have you, I think radio has a very, very uh, nice opportunity to kind of slide back into, you know, that information, music, all in the palm of your hand. Because really that was the attraction of, of radio 50 years ago mm-hmm. was the idea you just get in your car and it's right there for you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, there's no effort. And I mm-hmm. think that's the difference between um, my generation and older and then generations you know, uh, younger than me is that they were not necessarily in the car with their mom or dad, (laughs) you know, listening to the radio, Mm -hmm. you know, they were Bluetoothing from the phone from day one, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's not something practical to them anymore. And, and I think radio will always exist as is on air for free, but I do think we need to make a more concentrated effort Mm -hmm. to uh, get it in the hands of those Mm -hmm. phones and, and Mm -hmm. those that younger, uh, that younger group, because they're the ones with the energy, honestly, mm-hmm. they're the ones that, you know, that once you get them activated, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of things can happen. Mm-hmm. Well, you may not have plans to change things, but you know, there's a lot of people that have seen changes happen here, sort of top down mm-hmm. and, uh, maybe have some of their own ideas about Absolutely. some changes. So, uh, is KOPN going to have any kind of a, co- a way for the community to give input to, uh, you know, things like that? Absolutely. Um, uh, the first thing that 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 we're probably going to institute here in the next month or so is uh, just meeting me, meeting with every programmer, you know, at least once a month, Mm -hmm. just having a sit down conversation. Cause a lot of things can change about your attitude or your, you know, your show or the direction of it or, or what timing of it or yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, From month to month, a lot of, a lot can change. So I, I definitely want, uh, to have those meetings with everyone and I want everyone's ideas. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to the community at large, um, you can always, always email jet with one T at KOPN.org jet at kopn.org whatever it is try to be nice if you can i'm not gonna i'm not gonna force you to be nice but it'd be cool if you were nice Mm -hmm. and uh yeah if you got an idea or maybe there's a program that you heard someplace else that Mm -hmm. you thought was a cool concept shoot it on over Mm -hmm. great great uh we have uh, campaigns for fundraising. What? How many times? Do you know how many times? I don't. I don't. I think it's three. I think we do uh, mm-hmm. uh, a three drives generally a year. Yeah. Uh, one of my suggestions. Yeah. What do you got? Well, I got my pen and pad right all here. All right. Yeah. I never know when the last time was that I donated. So uh, did I donate in the spring camp? Is this a, before you know it, you're you're donating three times a year for a year. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. <laughs> is that on on purpose so that people are just sort of confused, or is there some way that? Uh, oh, hi, Dick. Uh, by the way, I I know we'd we'd love to have your money, but do you know that you pledged the last <laughs> time we had a pledge? Uh, so I mean, it'd be great to have more, but sure. 
I don't know. I don't think we have. I don't, do we have the capability to even do that? That's a great question. Um, obviously, you know, this is my my. Well, it's the start beginning of my second week, so I'm still learning a lot of uh, the nuances <laughs> of this of this um, nonprofit uh, sector of. Mm-hmm. what's generally considered a commercial media. So I'm learning a lot about it and I don't have an answer for you today, but mm-hmm. I'll have an answer for you tomorrow. I bet. Well, or one of these days. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I like to turn things around pretty quick. So. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a lot of time left. Uh, you want to, you want to take us uh, out with your thoughts, uh, Jet Ainsworth, the new executive director at KOPN, <laughs> Here in Columbia, Missouri, uh, your community radio station, which is uh, streaming live every minute of every day at kopn.org, or you can find us uh, in in the podcast. We get we, we have shows that stay on for two weeks on our scheduling archive, or some of our shows like mine. Uh, we have a place where we podcast them, and you can get the last twenty five shows by going to individual program pages and. Uh, and so I took up some of your time, Jet, but it's all yours until you you start to do the next thing. <laughs> well, this is, this is your time, and I really appreciate <laughs> the opportunity to come on. I it was funny because when you I hadn't even I hadn't even thought about actually going on the air. You know, I I, I was learning so many new things that um, actually doing a radio thing wasn't really on the radar until you approached and. I appreciate you uh, thinking of me and thank you for uh, basically donating half of your hour to uh, uh, talking to me about all things uh, Howard County, Pettis County, (laughs) Boone County, um, Cole County, Cole County. Don't forget the Cole (laughs) County. And um, I think I think the work that you do is uh, is so beneficial and I think it's attractive for folks that really just want a really interesting conversation once mm-hmm. a week mm-hmm. that, that, that you, you can't, you know, expect of like a free form open chat. Mm-hmm. I, and I love the format that, that, that you have with this program. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. And with that, uh, remember friends, wherever you are, that is your world. Please leave your world cleaner, more peaceful, and more loving than you found it. Because if it is to be, it is up to us. Take care. Talk to you soon.